0: What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm excited to be talking to Ashley Matula, who's the founder of Pongo. Welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's going great. Thank you.
0: Awesome. I'm glad it is going well. I'm really excited that you're you're open to coming onto the pod to to talk about Pongo. For people that don't know what Pongo is or haven't heard of it, can you kind of share what you're working on and what Pongo is?
1: Sure. Uh Pongo is a SaaS software for veterinarians powering personalized and affordable affordable care plans.
0: So let's talk about if I was a if I if I was in your market, if I was a veterinarian, um what and I wanted to use Pongo, what are right. some of the things I could do with it? I would love to learn about it, a little more about how it works and you know how what what I could do with it.
1: Yeah, so at the beginning, our MVP is just gonna be focused on. Providing care plans. So basically, what that is, is you and your client would, um, you would go through kind of a checklist of services that you think you would use for the year for your pet, and our software will split that up into monthly payments. So it kind of spreads that out over the year and lessens the cost burden for you. So I don't know if you have a pet, uh, if you ever take them to the veterinarian, but I know when I take my pet to the vet. It's like $200 here, $300 there. There's these large lump sums that you have to pay up front. Um, So this will allow clients to spread out those payments Um, because not everybody has $200, $300 that they can pay up front every single time they take their pet to the vet.
0: So you're, in some ways, is this almost like a, would you consider yourself like a, a fintech company in some ways, you know, managing some, like, because like, you're almost making clumpy finances pre, that had previously existed into something more smooth. And we'll talk more about how it works. Like, do you consider yourself a fintech company?
1: I never considered myself a fintech company before. I considered it just B2B SaaS. So um, yeah, no, I haven't really considered myself fintech right now. In the In the future, I have thought of different, Um, different things I want to add into this stuff or other features that might be more uh, leading towards the fintech. But as of right now, I consider B2B SaaS.
0: For sure. Yeah, I feel like there's like a couple of quotes um, out there that's like, eventually like all roads lead to being a fintech (laughs) company, which like, to be (laughs) honest, I like don't totally understand it. Like there's some there's some companies that just like, Aren't gonna be, I, I think maybe it's a joke, or maybe I'm just missing something. I don't know. But this sounds like you totally go into that direction. But before yeah, we kind of talk okay. about the future, um, we'd love to kind of go back and, and hear a little bit about why you wanted to start Pongo and a little bit of the origin story for it.
1: Yeah, so this actually was not my idea when I first started. Um, I wanted to actually create a solution for um, animal shelters and rescues uh, because I'm in these social media groups that. We um, network uh, these animals that are on the euthanasia list and we pledge money to try to attract rescues. So I saw that the way these volunteers were going about it and they were spending you know, five to 20 hours a day just trying to network these pets. Um, I thought there's, there's gotta be a better way for that. There's gotta be something I can do for them. But after speaking with tons of shelters and rescues, I realized I couldn't really, the shelters couldn't really use this software because the money was going to the rescues. So that cut my already kind of small market in half, and I realized I couldn't really help as many pets as I thought. So another thing I found out when I was talking to these shelters is that a big reason why animals end up in the shelters is because people cannot afford the vet care, so they have to give up their pet. So I thought, hey, how can I start at the source of one of these issues and help help veterinarians help people afford vet care so I can keep the pets in the homes and out of the shelters and hopefully off the euthanasia list. So that was kind of my original starting idea. And then my, that's how I pivoted into Pongo. And I, I researched the ideas that were currently out there and I, I wasn't happy with them. I didn't think that they were a great, all-inclusive, uh, modern um, solution for vets and they didn't integrate into their practice management systems and workflows that they're already currently using. So that's what we'll do and, and we'll make it easier, more efficient, and better.
0: And I'm curious, how are you thinking about finding um, finding vets? Like, or, or, you know, obviously, you know a ton about this market. Like, do you, I, but I'm curious, like, you know, is it cold email? Do you just go into the vet, be like, hey, I got this thing. How do you spread the word about it?
1: Well, <sighs> Covid has made that a little bit harder because I can't just walk into the vet. Nobody's allowed into the vet, um, so I, I've been having to cold call and cold email. Um, which again, I think I'm crazy because I I started this right as Covid hit, and at first nobody responded, um, and that was really discouraging. But it was also I think because of Covid because you know the the governor you know, had shut down um, veterinarians except for emergency services. So I think they kind of had everything up in the air. The last thing that was on their mind was what new software can I get? Um, but slowly they started to respond to me. I gave them a little time and then I, I started contacting them maybe like a month or two later. They started to respond. Um, so now I, I've kind of got the ball rolling. I've got a couple veterinary clinics that are, that are on board. Um, which is awesome. I'm, I'm excited about, um, but it's, it's been a struggle with, with COVID, um, but not impossible. So (laughs) I'm keeping, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that I'll keep getting these, uh, responses. Um, but that's right now, that's how I'm doing. I'm just cold calling, cold emailing.
0: Well, the thing with COVID is that it is, at the same time it's like the riskiest time to start a company but it's also the least risky time to start a company because no one else wants to start a company because it's like all this behavior change I'm curious I want to actually want to go back to when you decided to you know when when COVID hit when you decided to do this um what was the trigger that went off in your head it's like you know what like I'm gonna do this, and I want to do it now. Even if it seems like it may not make sense in the super short term, um, I think it does. I, mean, I think I mean I like markets. I think it makes perfect sense. But for you, how did you justify it to yourself to when you started this?
1: So that was also difficult. I'm, I'm in an accelerator, so I I was very fortunate. I I called my advisor and I told him how I was feeling. I said, you know, is this is this crazy. Is this am I crazy? You know, sometimes I think anybody who started a company. Ever has has had those doubts in their mind. Like, is this the right thing to do? Is this a good time to do this? And he really, you know, reassured me. So that was nice having him there to to help with that. Um, and then I I did think, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all in, or or not do it at all. Um, this, like you said, this could be the best time because maybe after all this craziness is gone, vets are going to be looking for something. Um, so right now, while I'm doing, I did my customer research, I'm creating my MDP, this is maybe the best time to be doing that. Because once everything's done, vets are going to be ready for something. So that's kind of how I justified it in my mind. Like this, this is a crazy time. But like you said, it also could be the best time.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's exactly right. Um, and then what, what, right now, like, how are you thinking about um, like your day to day? Like, obviously, you mentioned that you're you're doing cold emails. You're you're trying to trying to attract attention to what you're doing. Um, what what are the things that are you spending your time on? Or I guess, what's like the day in the life of of, of the founder of Pongo?
1: Um, well, right now, I have a, an actual nine to five job as well. So this is kind of my side hustle until it's not anymore. So my day to day life is getting up and working on my nine to five and then intermittently i'm on calls i'm on um i'm emailing i'm creating um the prototype for uh for my mvp um so i'm kind of sprinkling in my nine to five and pongo uh it's it's been it's been very busy, <laughs> very busy time. So I can't wait till I get to the point where I can, you know, quit my nine to five and do this full time. Um, but yeah, not, not there yet.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah, it is it, ma- making the, making the jump, the timing that is always super fun. And it's it's, <laughs> a, it's always a ball, a ball of fun. Well, yeah. I'm curious, since you have started this, um, what are some things that you've learned about it um, the market, vets, um, you know, yourself, company building? What are some of the things that you're learning um, as you're kind of embarked on this journey?
1: I'm learning that I feel bad for any salespeople that I never responded to in the past um, because I feel like karma is really biting me in the ass now. Um, I, I will never do that again. I'll try to respond to everybody, whether it's a yes or no. I've, I've learned that sales is really, really difficult. Um, and I, that's another thing I asked my advisor, I'm like, is this, is this how it goes? And, you know, he's like, yep, that's, that's how it goes. Just some people, especially in COVID, some people just won't respond and it takes, you know, sometimes eight tries and, you know, some people, they respond right away and that's great. And some people it takes, you know, maybe four or five emails and they finally respond. So that's, that's been something that I think what I've been learning the most is that sales is really, really hard. Um... Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I it, it, it's it's lots of fun, but you have to like love the love the the struggle. You have to like love the yeah. struggle in order to succeed like, in sales. I'm not it.
1: sure I love it yet. Um, but you know, I wish I wish it was something that I could just pass off to somebody else. But as the founder, you are the one who should be doing it. Yeah. And I you know I record my calls so I can listen back to them. Um, And so, you know, like, maybe I, you know, with that response, I should have, you know, should say this, and I'm trying to kind of create that script, which is another thing I'm learning is that you kind of have to be prepared for any, anything, any uh, opposition that they might have. Um, So, yeah, I'm learning a lot about that.
0: And then if you were to look out, you know, look out like 10 years, you know, at some point you're, you're doing it full time, it's successful, it's great. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Or I guess in other words, what's your big vision for Pongo and kind of what direction are you rowing in?
1: So I, I'll start with five year vision would be to to be the company that people think of when they think of affordable vet care. Uh, I think I mentioned before, I want to expand from care plans into other options to afford veterinary care um, so that's that's kind of my five year goal to be the company and then in ten years, um, I do have uh, some plans to maybe go into other industries. Any industry that has this kind of recurring purchasing behavior um, I think could benefit from something like this that you know they can't always manage and offer on their own Um, for example just one of the most logical laterals for me would be um, dog grooming and daycare um, boarding things like that Um, but even even things like the beauty industry where people are going in at you know certain intervals um, and they could benefit from the salons could benefit from this recurring uh, revenue So I, in 10 years, that's kind of my vision for the future.
0: And then to make that happen, like you'll need some help. You'll need customers. You'll, you'll need, you'll need tons of help. So I guess like the, the, the question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help you? Are you looking for customers or users, looking for investors, employee, how, how how can the community assist?
1: So Yes, anybody that if you are a veterinarian, or you know, veterinarians, um, I'd love to speak with them. Anybody that's interested in, you know, veterinary technology. um, I not right this moment, because I think I'm still too early for a lot of investors. But that is something that perhaps in the near future, I will, I will be needing because I'll need to build out my MVP. And I'm. Not a technical person, unfortunately. So <laughs> um, yeah, I guess right now veterinarians talk to and possibly future investors.
0: And if someone wants to get in touch, um, you know, there's someone like perfect that was listening that wanted to learn more, um, how can they find you? What's your what's your website? Um do you have an email? Are you on social media? How can people get in touch?
1: Sure. Uh, my the website is Pongo P-O-N-G-O-H-Q dot com and then my email is ashley at pongohq.com and then I'm on Twitter. Um it's Ash 0926. Um so yeah if you want to get a hold of me my DMs are open on Twitter email me whatever um and I'll respond.
0: If you're listening to this and you're not on Twitter it is time. It it's time, time to get on Twitter.
1: I don't know why I didn't get on Twitter earlier. Within the last couple of months, I've made so many connections. It's it's crazy. It's so much better than LinkedIn.
0: Twitter is the new LinkedIn in my in my yeah. view, which is well for certain industries. I mean for for the some where like you're, Twitter's you're, not going to do anything for you. But if you're
1: founders yes. and venture capitalists and yes. angels, like all that that whole ecosystem on Twitter is is so much better you know on linkedin all i get is you know 10 people a day trying to sell me their services yeah. um but on twitter I, I feel like i make actual connections with people which is awesome
0: yeah i know i'm with you well cool well i appreciate you coming on the podcast i wish you best yeah, of luck you. with Congo.
1: thanks so much i wish you the best of luck with your podcast
0: thanks the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast additionally um we have our pitch battles right so if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of vcs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists This is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually, one, raise, uh, get get into the room with VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you are kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, You know the way. The reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents, and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city. Join the city, and you'll see immediately the the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event, and I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.